Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. In part one of Owen Craigie, The Rise and Fall and Rise Again, we spoke about the move from Tinger. His debut was a schoolyard sensation in the 1997 Premiership. The story continues. You know, and I sit, I sit there and I talk to mum and all my friends and, and not all the time. I said, fuck, you've had a good life. I said, I don't know how, honestly, I've had a great life, but, you know. Did anyone else know of your problems or were you one of many that hid it from everyone? Even I hid it from ones? people, but knew, yeah, I hid it from people. People always spoke shit about me, mm. talking shit, but not one of them ever said to me, "You need help." Yep. You know what I mean? And and um, but then again, like it's easy to talk shit about someone and belittle him, then ask him, "Does he want support or help?" Because it's not your problem. That's right. Do you know what I mean? I certainly do. As I now know, more times than not, it's a battle of the mind. It's not a battle against someone else. It's a battle with yourself. Yeah. True or false for you? True, true. So, with you know, with the like, people say, "What are you running for all the time? What's this taste anything?" Well, I'll run because it's for my own mental health. Yes, I run because it burns the bad energy and creates good and positive endorphins, and that's that's what works for me. Yep, I'm the laziest trainer in the history of the NRL, right? But now I train for life. Yeah. Big you know, difference. Big difference, you know, and put my purpose is different, you know. Yep. And my purpose is me now. Yeah. My wives, my kids, you know. And I, you know, and, and that's what I do, you know. And I, I Look, mental health is this. It's not one shoe fits all. It's not, is it? It's not one shoe fits all. Um, people that I help, support, meet, link into, it's, look, it could be anything from a, a loss in the family, a separation, um, a breakup, a death, um, loss of job, loss of income. It's different Child from sep- everyone, isn't it's it? It's different. Not one shoe fits all, you know. But the the outcome the outcome is the same because same. from that one point we spiral down. It's a slow death. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a slow death, you know. And people say, "Are you okay, Dave?" Well, you know what? It's every day. I'm a firm believer in that. Why should we be looking at one date on a calendar to ring or hug a mate if you're a real mate? Yeah. You do it every fucking day of the every year. Day, every day of the year. Yeah. And, like, you know, I'm glad we're talking about Are You OK Day. It highlights that, but at the end of the day, what about the other 364 days a year? What about all the people that we lose? It's three people a day. We're losing 700 people a year to suicide. Yep. That's in mainstream society. What about in the indigenous communities? Double. Oh, that's horrific. Do you know horrific what I mean? Horrific numbers. You know, and, and, and I understand when people say, oh, start the conversation by talking, but not everyone wants to talk. Not everyone wants to talk. I've also got a firm belief us as blokes more so have to take some responsibility in the respect. If someone does say to us, are you okay, man up. Man up and say, no, I'm not, because mm. for so long our ego gets in the way yeah. 
and we smile because we're wearing a mask and we mm. say, yeah, no, I'm fine. Hey, hey, and this is the thing that I've realised. I've, I've been trying to get support for years and I, and I have had support. Yep. But even though while I had that support, Andy, I was still in denial. Even though yes. you're, you're a counsellor over there, or a psychologist and a psychotherapist sitting over there trying to talk to me, I'm just going, to, well, this keeps the missus happy, this keeps the club happy, this keeps them off my back. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I'm great. Oh, thank you for your time today. Great. I didn't want to fucking help. Yeah. I'm still in denial. That's right. Not until I hit rock bottom that I realised I need to fucking do something here. We will get to, to rock bottom, but how bad did it get it? It started, as you said, with the pokies and the gambling. Yeah, pokies and gambling, drinking, then there's, you know, like social drugs, you know, and yep. all that sort of lifestyle, and you start hanging around people that you'd never hang around again. You start hanging around people you wouldn't want your kids hanging around, you know? Good call. And um, I started doing that, you know, and and then after a while, you, you know, you, you lose friends or all this sort of shit happens, and all of a sudden you just go, fuck. I'm actually at rock bottom here, not because people are hanging around, but the way I'm thinking, yep, the way I'm feeling. I used to look in the mirror some days and look at my skin had changed colour. My eyes would tell her I was sad, you know, and then I'd, my weight, I'd drop eight to ten kilos and, and I wouldn't even exercise because of the lifestyle I was living. I was lethargic. I was tired. Um, I'd be watching a show, for example. I'd be driving listening to a song. I've tears in my eyes. For no real reason. No reason. Yeah. I'd be watching a show with my kids or moving and I'd get emotional. Mm. I was, you know what I mean, I was just such an emotional person and the only way I could deal with that was drink, do social drugs, you know what I mean, do things that I didn't want to do but it took away my pain. You mentioned looking in the mirror and not liking what you saw. Mm. Was there a point you looked in the mirror and said, this is out of control, this has got to stop? Or many, many times, denial? Many, many times, but at the same time, didn't want to change. But I was thinking, I'll get better tomorrow. I'll get better tomorrow. I'll get better tomorrow. It's that old school mentality, isn't it, it's that mindset. we were brought up on? Yeah. Don't talk to anyone. You're a man. Don't admit your weaknesses. Don't admit your weaknesses, you know. I didn't even want to get sick around my ex-wife and kids because I didn't want to, you know what I mean? I didn't want to show my, my weakness at all, you know. But when I went to sleep or I was away from them, I party hard. And that's where much of the spiral for many does get out of control because you're ignoring the physical side of, the positive physical side of life but the mind won't switch off. And so at 2.30 a.m., not once a week, seven nights a week, mm. your mind is racing and you can't sleep. Mm. And when you're not getting the sleep, that pretty much is a trigger for everything. Yes. So we're not, the, the, the number one thing that really stood out me going to rehab is this. We as human beings in, in the outside world, we judge people by um, – Surface, yeah, their problem, right? Mm. Oh, Owen puts on weight. Owen's gambling. Owen's eating. He's blowing the money. Owen, Owen, Owen. 
I don't need to know what's wrong with the person instead of focusing on the problem. Like yep. Once did someone say, fuck, what's, really, you need time out? Mm. I wish someone said to me, mate, just go home back to Tinga for a couple of weeks, you know what I mean, and be time with family. Because I, because I miss my family that much growing up playing footy and I lived yep. a family in Newcastle that was taken. I'm the oldest of seven kids. Mm. So I'm leaving all my brothers and sisters and then at 14 months later I'm playing NRL, you know? So when you you said earlier you missed your much of your childhood and you you have regrets about that, but you you missed much of your family life and family, family life. growing up. Family, you know, like I've had, I couldn't go to funerals, I couldn't go to certain event, family events. Yeah, you know? I was um, my, my life was different. You know, I couldn't even, like for example, I couldn't go to school parties or schoolies or anything like that. Mm. You know, I just couldn't. You're you know. playing first grade football. And look, here's week. another thing. I'd go and play NRL. I'd go and play ARL, travel around and play the Western Reds, you know. <clears throat> Malcolm Riley goes, I ordered yourself a club sandwich, put a movie and have some ice cream. So I wasn't able enough to drink. Yep. So you're the only one. Staying in a motel. Staying in a motel by themselves because everyone else on the touring party I'm is 17. out on it. Yeah. I'm 17. Mm. I can't go to no clubs, you know. You may have snuck into one or two over the yeah, years. Yeah, over the years, yeah, through the back door. But, um, yeah, but, you know, like my, my life is different. But, you know, we, when we talk about mental health, it's, you know, we lay down with it, we wake up with it, we take it to work with us, we take it to the beach, we take it on the footy field. Um, it's a part of our makeup, you know, and mm. if you don't get to understand you and why you're doing these things, you'll die. It's a slow death. Any elite athlete will tell you it takes more than just being physically fit to be at your best. And our friends at Galaxy Finance can have you at the top of your financial game. From home loans to investments and self-managed super funds, they provide complete solutions. Call Galaxy Finance on 1300 917740 and mention you heard it on Andy Raymond Unfiltered to get an obligation-free chat to see how Galaxy Finance can assist you. You would come to that point no person should ever reach where the thought of ending it feels like a better option than salvaging it. Mm. I'm speaking about suicide. What happened that day? Yeah, so um, at this stage, I was just living at Brodie at Charlestown. With um, going for a separation, you know, and um, now looking back, I look, you know, like she, my ex probably had every right to leave because I, I, the life I was living obviously wasn't, wouldn't, no one had put up with it, yeah? Yep. And um, you know, I just kept, you know, I thought, yeah, we'll sort it out, we'll get back together, and every chance we got, I was drinking and, and, and whatever, and one day I just, I remember, you know, about a week before, my brother and his kids come down. He said, "I'm worried about you. No one hears from you. I haven't seen you. Mm. You're not ringing us anymore." I didn't realise. Like I haven't spoken to them in ten months, eleven months. I just speak to them every day. You know what I mean? But you were just stuck in. I was your stuck world. in my world. Um, no food in the fridge. Couple of bottles of water. Empty pizza boxes. Chinese laying around. Um. Now, my house is always clean and tidy and stuff, but I, I was a fully functioning addict. I think fully function. But then 
it was one day I, I was on the veranda and I started crying. I started crying to him on the veranda. And I was and I told him, yeah, I'm right, I'm right. Anyway, and I'm thinking, I can't wait for everyone to go. I can't, I don't, I don't like this pain anymore. Yep. And they all go, I'm going to knock myself. And I'm driving in the car, Streslecki, and I'm thinking, if I jump, I'll jump backwards. If I land on the rocks, the, the water can wash me away, so if the kids see me, you know, mate? And then, um, for some unknown reason, something made to ring Matty Johns. You rang Matty? Yeah. So when I moved down to Newcastle, I stayed with him and Trish for a couple of days. Mm. And me and Matty got this relationship, you know, and it's weird hearing myself now talk about the old me talking about things that you only see on the movies. Yeah. But this shit's real. You know? It's, as we speak right now, people are losing their lives to this, to this demon. What did Matt Johns say when... I rang him and I said, Matty, um, I couldn't really talk, I was sobbing. So I was gasping for air and yep. I pulled over. My skin was grey. I was real pale. Yeah. Eyes were bloodshot. Um, I haven't eaten for a couple of days. I was real lethargic, and I'm thinking, this is the perfect time. I'm out. I said, Matty, I'm tapping out. I can't do it anymore. He goes, what do you mean? I said, I can't do it. I can't live this life anymore. I'm tapping out. And that's all I said. I said, where are you? I'm in the car park across Dixon Park, and I'm still gasping for air, struggling to breathe. I'm out, Andy. I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm not waking up tomorrow. I'm fucking fully out. I'm not glass half full. Yeah. I'm not in. I'm out. And then um, he goes, just wait there. Do not move. I promise me you won't move. And I stayed there. Then Kurt rings right away. Big fellow, what's going he goes, where are you? I said, I'm down there. He said, righto. Better get things in place. Before didn't, uh, Kurt was involved in Night's Old Boys. Yep. Um, what the Night's Old Boys done for me? Did they save your life? Yeah. Yeah. Four days later, I'm in rehab. First week in rehab, I tried to walk out three times. So I'm still thinking to myself, I'm perfect. I don't need help, you know, and um, Jan Earl, Shando Earl's mum, Jan Earl, yep. and um, Metal League Foundation, Jess McCarthy, Paul Hopenstall NRL, and the Night Old Boys Foundation um, all my life. And um, I cried every night. I cried every morning in rehab. I didn't speak to anyone for the first seven, ten days. So I was really critical and judgmental of everyone that was in there. And the greatest thing I ever did was go to rehab to find myself. And I realised a lot about me. Do you recall the next time you saw Matt Johns and Kirk Gidley and what you said to them? I just give them a cuddle. Mm. It's no words. Just a cuddle. And, um, You're admitted to the psychiatric facility, as you said, you endured... Lengthy rehabilitation. Mm. How confronting was it? Where you Scared. they force you to look into the mirror. They fought, yeah. So there's a so 
Rehab is all about. So rehab's a spiritual healing, 12 steps recovery. So when you go, so you got to have a, they say you got to have a spiritual awakening or you got to have some sort of spiritual journey to reconnect the flame, the spirit in yourself. Mm. So what I learned about me at this stage was I'm 41, I'm going through a divorce, I'm a father of three kids, um, binge drinker, I'm, a social, I'm on the coke socially, I'm gambling, I'm broke, I'm homeless, I'm about to go bankrupt. Um, 41, well, I should be li- living in the French Riviera, living on the yacht, eating caviar, drinking Crown Lagers, you know, with the kids. And me. Like, that's the life I should have had, you candle up. But wasn't meant to be. So what you need to do is understand, well, what next for Owen Craigie. And my life today is uh, I don't have a structure, I don't have a diary, I don't know what tomorrow brings. Today I'm with you, you know, and you sent me a few texts to remind me this now because I would have forgot about it because I'm caught up in the working on me and looking after me. And yep. I, only thing I know is I see my kids on, on the weekend and that's the highlight of my life, you know. And um, I'm going to make you doing Chase Energy. <clears throat> Chase Energy is not about uh, publicity or promotion or uh, accolades or anything. I chased energy started by mistake for me because when I got out of cor- out of jail, out of corrections from the police, I was looking like doing jail term. Yep. I started running and I did a post two, two days later about recharging my batteries for life and the phone goes, did you recharge it? Mm. Hey, what better way to start, Andy, than at the fucking bottom of the barrel? The only way is up for me. And that's what it is. This story is about so many different things and has so many elements. The positive aspect of this is in 2021, you know a lot more about yourself. You have direction. You are helping others, which is helping you. You've mentioned a couple of times the term chase the energy. We just heard how it started. Define chasing the energy to those that are sitting down listening to this podcast and not every day is a good day for them. No. So it's like this. People text me every day. I love chasing energy. I now get it. I didn't understand at the start. I said, well, good. So what chasing energy is about this? I don't talk. I'm all actions. Yep. Activate your life to give give your mind good fuel, good, good food. Feed your mind good food. Love it. Exercise. Activate it. No more fucking talking. Mm. You can go to any pub in Australia and get a schooner, someone will counsel you. Yep. Give you all the expert advice in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> It'll cost you $4.20 anywhere in Australia to get a schooner and someone will give you all the advice yep. in the world. But it's like this. If you really, really want to change your life, if you're in the dark room right now with the aircon on and, and you're only talking to people by social media and you're not coming outside, if you're tucked away, if you're anxious, if you've got anxiety, if you're scared, if you know all these things, are, you're battling the black dog, whatever, I, I guarantee this and you can Google it. It's scientifically and medically proven. Through exercise, walking, jogging, swimming, skating, it will save your life. So go out there and chase what no one else is going to give to you. It's that energy back into your life, energy for your mind, energy for your spirit, energy for your body. And the best time to do it, this is the key, the best time to do it 
is when you don't want to wake up and you don't want to go outside and you don't want to talk to anyone. You learn to flip the switch on yourself. Don't care what anyone else thinks about yourself. Only you should think about what you think about you. Where can we find the movement and information about what you're doing, mate? Yeah, so you can get on my social media. So I'm on um, Chase Energy Instagram, Chase Energy Facebook, um, or uh, Owen Craigie on Facebook and Owen Craigie um, on Instagram, either one of them. It's in 11 countries now. It's been going seven months. It's been 11 countries. So, really? Yeah. Good on you. I've got people from Spain, Malta. Send them posts and videos, and I can't even understand some of the stuff because it's in different language, yeah. But, but it just goes to show that it's real. Yeah. We, we don't want no more talk. We want actions. You know what I mean? As we sit here, you're 42 years of age. What does a 42 year old Owen Craigie say to a 17 year old Owen Craigie? Oh. I say, well, listen, listen, brother. I was once you. You know, man, I never listened. The people that listen the most are the ones that are going to absorb it. It took me 41 years to fucking realise what the fuck was going on. You know, we all come in with a number. We all go out with a number. Between there and now, it all depends on your decisions and choices. And you know, set yourself some little goals. People talk about goals, goals, goals. You just have one goal. My one goal every day is to wake up and fucking be happy and just go for a run. Yep. Right now, that's me. That's me. You know what I mean? And I've learnt that I can't do two things at once. One. The most important question of this interview, how are you now? I'm good, brother. I'm good. I'll come up here, do your podcast, you know. I've got mum and dad there. I see my kids regularly. I'm... Helping people. I've got a website that's getting set up now. I've got a clothing line. I've got an energy drink that's coming out, non-caffeine, low on sugar. I've got water. I'm with meals. I chase energy meals. And I'll be going around to the schools and that, doing public speaking and stuff like that. You know, I've got a, a caravan donated from a real estate that I can feed the homeless two, three nights a week. So one thing I've learned in life is this. The greatest gift you can give someone is give them back. That's free, Andy. In fear of sounding condescending, as that's not my intention, I'm proud of you, mate. Telling your story, it's an important one, it's a cautionary one, and it's an example of climbing out of holes when not every day is perfect. Mm. Owen Craigie, I say this with a tear in my eye and emotion in my heart. You, sir, are a legend. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much, brother. And just before I go, anyone want to reach out, you can reach out to Lifeline, Beyond Blue, Black Long Institute. Thanks for your time, brother. I've always been a big fan. We hope you enjoyed Owen Craigie, The Rise and Fall and Rise Again. Before you leave, we'd love a five-star rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. Best weekly review wins an unfiltered trucker's hat. Make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.